Greater than who can find a virtuous couple without contempt? Dash GMA. Have you ever looked into someone's eyes that is so angry or in disagreement that you just want to back away from those eyes? It's the eyes that tells what is in the soul. It's the eyes that have the truth in them. In fact, people say, look me in the eye and then tell me the truth. And yet, people can lie to you straight through those eyes and so it will be up to you to test that spirit that dwells there. We are all made of a spirit, we are to test which spirit dwells there. I believe the peace that God gives us that is beyond understanding is that we know when to just walk away because there is too much vexing in that person's soul to bring them to understanding. If you are determined to save a relationship with a person, you best make it a long relationship because they can hide the eyes of their soul from you for a long time, until you push that button to have it rise up once again to show itself. Buyer beware is a good motto. Be sure to look out for your best and not their best. These scriptures don't try to remedy the eyes of that soul but it says we are to flee contention. Yes, within ourselves and those showing signs of it. The battle is won when less words are spoken. The lying spirit will justify their actions so this narcissistic personality dominates. They have to be right in order to lift themselves up. It's an interesting but sad thing when you are blamed for something and yet you know you had no part in it. I had this happen lately with my sister standing in witness to me being blamed for something I wasn't even in the building. I had the person repeat how it was my fault and they repeated that it was my items they had to place somewhere else so their items could go into that place of storage because their items had more value at the time. So this person set my items somewhere else which caused them to be damaged. I am not trying to prove myself here in this particular situation but I'm trying to find resolve in human relationships when the blame doesn't even make sense. So, I asked to make sure what had happened that my items got damaged and why it was my fault. I did hear correctly that my items took second place in that storage and this person set my items out. I was not informed to come get my items but still somehow I was to blame for their spoil. Contempt comes in many forms. We can have someone mow their parents' yard over and over again in their lifetime, but if they didn't mow the yard in the last month, a contemptuous person might accuse them of never helping with the family yard. Even accusations of never doing dishes or housework can be falsely accursed to a child who in turn begins to resent living at home. Words hurt, may there be a parents who can guide them to Yeshua Jesus. The spirit of contempt needs to be fed. It will always look to find fault in others so contempt can rise up and say, I'm not being served right now. We are to leave these spirits alone. It is a very serious spirit that creates situations for others to make a choice on who they like better. They like asking others to take sides as it elevates them and causes division. My friend whose first husband died later married such a person. She was one of the most godly women I know that walked this earth. The next man was narcissistic in nature having everything perfect from a divorced home. Perhaps these kids are so torn for what parent wants them that they continually strive to be perfect so both want them. Or, so both sets of parents lack disciplining that child because of their guilt not always being present in their life? I won't get into that field because that is not my expertise. But, we can all share our experiences in our families so we can bypass future mistakes in who even our grandchildren are drawn toward. We want our families surrounded in healthy relationships. When you are told to stay away from your grandchildren's future mates, it is best you get involved because something must be hidden. I want to know this family that is coming on board that will be at all of our events in years to come. I want to look into their eyes when pushed just a little as to what are good actions and they reject them. So, what if you find yourself in a lifelong relationship with contemptible people? 
that is where we always turn to Scripture. We retreat to the Lord knowing that God is the truth. We stay in our marriage realizing that God has this and He has us. At the Bema seat of judgment all will be rectified. We are to pray for our enemies, but we do not have to marry them or even bring them into our lives. The Lord will give you new friendships and a spouse. We must patiently wait on the Lord. But, and yes there is a but to my thoughts. We must also protect ourselves from contemptible humans. They do not have to be invited to every gathering. In fact, they are very uncomfortable around happy people because they lack what it takes to be happy. Contempt breeds contempt. In order to stop contempt, you can't spoil them to give them everything they want, because there is never enough to make them happy. The phrase, if you give someone an inch, they may take a mile applies here. The way humans function is in loss. You usually want what you can't have. Now if you get what you want, such as a marriage partner, which gives you that family to help you feel secure, then you will not want to lose that in the divorce court. I am not a proponent of divorce because Moses should not have given any regulations on it. God has never allowed divorce because he never divorces us. We divorce him but he will never break a covenant with us as long as the sun and moon is still seen in the sky. The contentious don't want to lose their marriage. They have learned to control that group. If threatened with losing that control, they do repent for a while. But, if the contentious stay spoiled by be given everything they want, which seems to keep peace for just a little while, they mellow out, all the while never saying sorry because, after all, they deserve to be loved far above others, so they are thinking. Children might like living with their parents, but when threatened with moving out because of their bad attitudes, they change for a while and start serving the family again. Anger surfaces when pushed to become responsible. So, how do we live happily on this earth? We begin with God's foundation. If the person in your life reads the Bible, that is not enough. The person must apply it. They must look at the storyline and see what God rewarded and what God let go. Contentious people are let go. Boldness and arrogance and audacity belong to those that are accursed of God. These verses on contention are very serious. It says they will be cast off. There is a message about the relationship with God. The message of guaranteed eternal salvation allows people to think they can live as they like and the be happy theme runs wild on our earth. Can we live with another person outside the bounds of the marriage covenant and go to heaven? Can we murder someone and go to heaven? Is saying a prayer of loving God good enough to bypass hell? Great turmoil finds its place in our families as we grapple with a relative proclaiming GT's eyes to pit family members against each other. Would we rather stand before the judgment seat of God loving our nephew or niece or whatever the situation or go into eternity with the words, Well done good and faithful servant, you love the seed's resurrection and you applied his instructions to you life. The words of confession by our mouth must show up in our actions as we walk this earth. There is a very short window we are given to prove our mouth. Wow, we are talking about some heavy things. We've gone from lying about small things and blaming others when they weren't even told the problem to the bema seat of letting our sons and daughters live together because sin is sin. We go to church, pray to God. And then knowingly stay in sin because we are told that once we say a prayer of confession, that assures them of eternal bliss. Does the scripture apply to them that says, You did all these things in my name. But I say I never knew you. Why does God say this? It is because once we are in faith, the evidence of our faith is our actions. Are we naive in thinking God will let people living outside His boundaries into a realm that is now supposed to be pure? And there is no place for the scoffers of God's words. 
I didn't mean to go this far with this topic, but my heart still weeps when I hear friends or family say to me, I don't go by the Torah. Then whose instruction do you want to go by? At times I just don't say the words, the Torah. I use the words, the Bible. There was nothing said in the New Testament that was not already said in what people call, the Old Testament. Have we fallen from grace so far that the old stories don't apply to our lives today? Whether it is a thee or a thou being spoken to it's still being spoken. I close with something so sad. It comes from the contentious people thinking they are so right and everyone else is so evil that they want their seed on the earth. The male wants his seed, even if it is outside of realm of marriage. My sister now has a grandchild whose seed donor brags about having a child on the earth. He pays nothing for the support of that child. This contentious person has restraining orders because of anger. Other cases are that contentious people find people to replace the roles that others aren't doing right, in their eyes. They find other people to take on the parent that failed them. The need to build the perfect can turn out to be people that are also needy. Can we build homes with contentious people whose desire is to be served? The answer is, no we should flee from this group. A bride or groom should find a spouse to help stand against any contentious parent. In this battle for righteous ways of loving each other and not using each other, God can be lifted up. Our Creator authorized the covenant of marriage and He wants it undefiled. He will not fail that covenant nor us who want to walk in it correctly. I know I am the bride of Christ. He loves me and talks to me every day. I see His scriptures talking to me in my pain. I can't mold my mother or father into what they have not let God mold them. We must agree that these are spiritual battles. We can pray against evil surrounding our loved ones. I have seen the results of praying long distance for a relative. This relative knew about demons and so she understood a little about spirits. Every day we must pray that whatever is surrounding us, go away. Humans have the higher authority to cast off what is evil around them. The Father wants to be in us, so we are like Him. It is in the death burial and resurrection that is the power of the Son to crush evil that comes around us. First, recognize contempt is real and you can see it in the eyes, which shows the soul of a human. Second, pray against the spirit of contempt. It has no place in our families. Third, repent for sins of even the past that we don't know went on. We don't want any stronghold to be available for the deceiver to drive a wedge. Well, your dad was a drunk, so what makes you so special? You aren't even fit to teach kids in Sunday school my friend was told. Yes, his verbal was so severe that she lost her hope in her Bible. Unbelievable how the deceiver can take the anointed and destroy them. Be kind. Have two people around as witnesses when you are around contemptuous people. When you are not in the fault they can cause an act that looks like you've done something wrong, just to test the other people's love for them. It is a divisive spirit. Did the young man run away from his home for ten days when we saw this spirit in him? Yes, and his parents says he did this as a child. He needed attention. Was my daughter to give in and start dating him again so he would come home and not kill himself? No. That is not the answer. Do we marry people because of their feel-sorry-for-me techniques? No. We marry strong people of whom are choosy whom they marry. Marry someone who is confident about themselves. They will not just tag along in the family finding ways for people to like them. Let us test the spirits in people. If we do not test the spirit in them, we may have to live with the contemptible in our families the rest of our lives. From Esword, Commentary on the Word Contempt Chap. 30. Let us do those things that please God and flee from those He hates, that we may be blessed. 
Seeing, therefore, that we are the portion of the Holy One, let us do all those things which pertain to holiness, avoiding all evil speaking, all abominable and impure embraces, together with all drunkenness, seeking after change, 58 all abominable lusts, detestable adultery, and execrable pride. For God, saith, the scripture, resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Pro underscore 3 colon 34, Jess underscore 4 to 6, 1 P underscore 5 to 5, let us cleave, then, to those to whom grace has been given by God. Let us clothe ourselves with concord and humility, ever exercising self-control, standing far off from all whispering and evil speaking, being justified by our works, and not our words. For, the scripture saith, he that speaketh much, shall also hear much in answer. And does he that is ready in speech deem himself righteous? Blessed is he that is born of woman, who liveth but a short time, be not given to much speaking. 59 Let our praise be in God, and not of ourselves, for God hadeth those that commend themselves. Let testimony to our good deeds be borne by others, as it was in the case of our righteous forefathers. Boldness, and arrogance, and audacity belong to those that are accursed of God, but moderation, humility, and meekness to such as are blessed by Him. From age 1777, a contest or quarrel, dash brawling, contention, oaths, discord, strife. Compare H4079, H4090. Total KJV occurrences, 11 from H5327, a quarrel, dash contention, debate, strife. From G71, properly a place of assembly, as if led, that is, by implication, a contest, held there, figuratively an effort or anxiety, dash conflict, contention, fight, race.g 2054. Of uncertain affinity, a quarrel, that is, by implication, wrangling, dash contention, debate, strife, variance. Dictionary synonyms and antonyms for contemptible. Synonyms. Cheap. Cruddy. Deplorable. Despicable. Grubby. Lame. Lousy. Mean. Nasty. Paltry. Pitiable. Pitiful. Scabby. Scummy. Scurvy. Sneaking. Sorry. Wretched. Antonyms. Admirable. Commendable. Creditable. Laudable. Meritorious. Praiseworthy.